Thanks for tuning in to the Quality is Key podcast, where we focus on improving the quality of your life through powerful stories, top-notch motivation, and real topics. You've got nothing to lose, but everything to gain. Enjoy the podcast. How's everyone doing today? Welcome to the Quality is Key podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Sunday. And today I have with me Michelle Brenton from the Traveling Wellness Show and co-founder of Soul Charge Nutrition. So tell me a little bit about your journey uh, with this company and what you've been doing uh, traveling with your family. Okay. Hi, guys. Hi, everyone listening. Um, Yeah, we're traveling in Australia at the moment. We have been doing this for three years in our caravan with our three little kids. And um, basically, um, we also run a manufacturing business as well while we travel. And we have our own product, Cell Charge, which is a micronutrient concentrate um, full of polyphenols, antioxidants, amino acids um, in a liquid suspended formula. And, um, yeah, that just enables us to continue travelling, but we also travel just to give our kids that experience and um, knowledge of what's out there and just meet new people and get amongst it in a beautiful country. Yeah, Australia is completely amazing. When I came out here, I mean, there's so much desolate unexplored land it's oh, really crazy it's amazing it's it's a lot of space right a yeah, lot of it, space it in the country. yeah so when did you, when did you guys start this journey like to non-stop travel across the country and why did you guys initially do it well you know what bobby just the other day was our three-year anniversary of travel so it's like nearly to the day now of three years of just packing up and just taking off um the inspiration behind it that's actually a really big question um, to answer because it was actually um, Shannon and I were buckling down, doing the do, like the sort of 60 up to 60-hour work weeks, the three young kids. Um, we had like a, a warehouse with all our manufacturing as well as a paleo cafe and a gym and we're doing our consultations as naturopaths and nutritionists. So trying to do that, balance the family life. And we just realised that things were just passing us by, like life, and we weren't actually living and enjoying. We were just too busy, the five-year plan, the 10-year plans, getting ahead about the money. And we just thought, what are we doing? But I kind of kept grinding on because you're kind of conditioned to just carry on, grind away. Um, and what really knocked me down was um, a sickness. I got glandular fever and I thought, oh, you know, okay, I've got glandular fever, I'll be okay type thing, but I was bedridden. And for me, who is someone who I'm a personal trainer as well, I'm always active. That was like a massive shock just to find myself just in bed, literally so tired. I couldn't even get up out of bed to even like walk myself to to the bathroom or anything. Like I was that just stricken with this virus. Um, I was in bed for about seven months on and off. And then I realized that um, I wasn't getting any better, obviously, and I ended up having to go to hospital um, to go and get checks out, checked out for um, further investigations, and I ended up having a rare form of pneumonia. So then I was knocked with that, and it just basically went on like this for a year. And then we both, when I come out of it, I just thought, what am I doing? Like I, I'm not living, I'm not enjoying my life, I'm too busy about what's next, not today, like got to get ahead. And we both just decided, like within five weeks, we bought a caravan brand new and we just decided it was that quick and within months we're on the road. So we just did it. And you know what? We thought it'd be a year and here we are three years later. So it's just one of those things. (laughs) Feel the fear and do it anyway, you know? 
<laughs> yeah, that's kind of crazy. I mean, you guys have this idea. There's so much like, uh, I feel like when people experience like some kind of change in their life, it takes them so yeah. long to kind of adapt to that change. But you guys are always changing. Right? You guys are always changing locations, yeah. changing scenarios. Exactly. So does it feel exactly. like maybe staying in the same place for too long would feel kind of weird to you? It actually does because we've pulled up here in, um, I don't know if you guys know of Margaret River, but Margaret River right. is in the southwest of Western Australia. And I'll say to you, Bobby, you've got to get yourself down here. Yes. It's just stunning. It's stunning, right? So you've got pastures of all these beautiful cows just lining the road. And then beyond that is world-class beaches. So it's like the country meets the ocean and it's just picturesque. It's so beautiful. So we've been here before two years ago on our first lap. We're on our second lap. And we thought, you know what, we need a break. So let's just, instead of moving, like we'll move every two days, every five days for three years. Can you imagine packing up, setting up, packing up, setting up, packing up, setting up with three little kids, five, seven, and nine, that when we started, they were two, two, four, and six when we started. So doing that for three years, I actually calculate, I think it's like 1,125 days and 225 pack-ups and set-downs. So we just thought, you know what, we need to sit for a bit. We need to get some work done because, as you said, we do our business, our manufacturing and our um, consultations online and things like that, our naturopathic consultations through Skype. So we needed to just sit in one spot so we could do that for a bit. So we actually got the caravan pulled up in a little town called Kawaramup. Kawaramup is a 10-minute drive from Margaret River. And it's just the cutest little town. It's got 32 statues of cows lining the street and it's just so cute. It's like got about 10 shops each side of the road and that's your town and it's just farms everywhere. So we're here. We've been here for five weeks and I feel like I need to move. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's like it's funny. Like I don't know how we're going to – we'll stop but it's going to be strange. I was actually thinking about that. When you guys decide to stop moving around all the time, what do you think that change is going to be like when you guys have to settle down or someplace or you guys decide to stay in one area? Yeah. What do you think it's going to be like? Like I said, strange. I think we will need to continue to have little trips away in our van and still, and next steps to get overseas. I'd like to do New Zealand in a motorhome and get to America and do like RV traveling around there. So I don't know. It's going to be a challenge. Um, the kids, they have gone to a local school while we're here, which is quite crazy because I've been schooling them myself through distance education. But they've gone to the little school here, which is about 280 children. And, they're yeah, look, they're having trouble adapting because they're used to being with mum and dad like 24-7 for like three years straight and beyond. Um, so, yeah, we're still we're putting them there for an experience as well as to see where they're at with their education and to give us time to do what we need to do. Um, and it's all experience and a growing experience for all of us anyway. So it's all part of learning and evolving and growing. How do you guys feel that you manage um, little stressors when you guys are that close together, when you guys are literally compacted in, you know, the <laughs> caravan? So when you guys get mad at each other, you guys just stop the caravan and take a walk, yeah. take a lap. You can't run You can't run away in a 21-foot space, can you? You're like no. literally dodging each other's toes when you walk past each other all the time. So you know what? Lucky my husband's my best friend. Um, we've been together for 21 years and we've been married for, I just think then, 13 of them. And um, look, we had a good friendship. Like we had like, I mean, 10 years of us just before children. So good foundation is really important for travel. 
I think if you've got that really good connection and that mateship and friendship and teamwork there, you get through everything, anything. Again, you know? yeah. So yeah. And as far as the kids go, it's actually brought them together as a closer bond and us as a family closer together because we've, you just sort of, you learn a lot more about um, tolerance and resilience and just letting things go. So you're not hanging on to just forgiving and letting go. If things bother you, people, they bother you, whatever. You can yeah. not hold on to it, can let it go, you know. So, so speaking yeah. of like forgiving, letting go, what kind of support or criticism did you guys face from like your family and friends when you guys left to go do this trip? Yeah, yeah look, they're a bit shocked because, you know, you got you wouldn't because we don't know each other well enough. You, you, If you knew us, you'd be like, ah, they wouldn't do that because we kind of like doing the do and building our little empire sort of thing. And um, we walked away from a lot of money basically to do this where people say oh you're lucky you got an online business it's all good for you it wasn't always that way so this has all come about we've always been in manufacturing but we walked away from a busy clinic we were seeing Shannon particularly was seeing so many patients a day I'd been on and off with the kids so I was still in clinic um prior to going off with the kids I was chock-a-block but with the kids I worked around that so, yeah, we had busy, successful clinics. We had no reason to walk away from a really good income, but we did because we wanted to experience. So yeah. money, we thought, can't buy you everything. We will just trust in the universe that it'll work out. And um, we had our manufacturing there, but we've developed that more and now manufacturing for other people as well, which is amazing. So those doors all opened through travel. So it's not until you take the leap, really, do you realise what other opportunities are out there because it, it, the things that have happened would not have happened unless we did this travelling. Right. And you wouldn't have gotten to see all the things you did and experience all the things you did and grow That's closer it. probably yeah. as a family for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Like the like he's going back to what you asked about the family, um, they gave us, some of them gave dibs on uh, the last three months. Um, some said, go for it. It's going to be the most amazing thing you do. It's fantastic some thought oh we want you back after a year and you know so there was a lot of fear and things that come up in people when you say you're going to do things like this um but we just gave it no time limit really we loosely said a year but we thought we're open to whatever and um yeah it's 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 worked out well that's good no i know you guys are big health family big fitness family i see all your posts with your family it's really yeah, funny yeah. it's awesome <laughs> like, how do you guys stay fit and healthy and clear-minded when you guys are on the road like how does that change from maybe being at home where you have kind of things set in stone you have your schedule uh to being on the road you kind of don't know what's going to happen some things are kind of unpredictable yeah 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 good point yeah, um, big challenge, I guess, being in the car- – at least we're in a caravan. I mean, I see people travelling around in a tent and swags and all that, so hats off to them. But I like being able to have the van, so I've got the kitchen and things like that. I'm really fond of cooking. So it's just meal prep too. Like even though I've got a tiny space to do it in, just always having fresh ingredients, shopping every couple of days, local farmers, markets, and just keeping the fresh produce there as much as possible food prepping for when we go out. Don't just go out and think, oh, I'm hungry now, what I'm going to eat. Like I'll cook up in the morning, take it with us on our long trips. So the drives, we might do a six-hour drive, but the car is full of bags of food. So we've all got what we need when we need it, as opposed to when you're hypoglycemic and you're beyond hungry and you'll just eat anything. Um, So food prep's a massive one. Um, Also just 
being motivated to exercise wherever you are. We do a lot of body weight training, a system called Zoo. It's phenomenal. That's really changed the way we exercise while traveling because you just literally need body and nothing else to do it. It's kind of like HIIT training, so the high intensity interval training. So we'll do that. Um, we'll also do the TRX straps as well, hook them up to trees. You've always got a tree when you're traveling nearby yeah. somewhere. And obviously, your parks and playgrounds, there's monkey bars, do chin ups on that and all sorts of stuff there. And um, we have a gym membership with Anytime Fitness. So we'll go around to all the Anytimes and use those gym where possible. So when you cross over to WA, you go across the Nullarbor. So the Nullarbor Plain is just a flat road and it's like thousands of kilometres of straight dirt road and literally nothing. (laughs) So um, you do have some good views sometimes of like ocean um, cliffs and things, but usually just like dirt and shrubbery like this high and not much. Um, but yeah, it's an amazing experience, but yeah, things like that, you're like, you can't get food. Um, you can't get anything there. So you just got to be prepared and just, that's the big thing, like preparation, planning right? and just making it a priority for us. It's a life I've been exercising since I was four years of age, dancer and things like that, then into gym training at 14. So yeah. it's just a way of life. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's really good uh, for physical health because you can exercise anywhere you like. I think people maybe have some excuses about that, um, but it's yeah. all with motivation and you putting yourself in the right situation to eat right and exercise right. And really, no matter where you are, you can, you can do either of those things. Um, yeah. Just, yeah. True. It may be more difficult, but um, in the end, that's just an excuse for not wanting to put in the work to do it. Yeah, you got to have your why. Know why your why is like, why do you do it? Like, why do you right. want to do it? Otherwise, it all just seems pointless, doesn't it? Um, but we, yeah, like you, I don't, I don't feel balanced if I don't do those things. So that's sort of a, a good thing. It just becomes a part of who you are. Exactly. Makes it easy then. So, what about mental clarity? How do you guys feel? You guys get your mental clarity. I know, obviously, everyone needs their own space. Uh, and yeah. kind of get their own clear-headed space and take some time to themselves. I imagine yeah. that's pretty hard in a caravan. Extremely hard. <laughs> and we're little kids. Kids are pretty demanding, right? <laughs> and um, you want to give them everything and your time is what they value most. So I find, you know, when we when they weren't at this little school that they're at now, like the three years of distance, Ed, it took its toll because I was teaching or then I'm cooking and then you're trying to travel and to get the time for you, um, besides exercising, they're, they're, it just wasn't happening. So um, what we do is we have got back into meditating. We were sort of, Shannon and I would meditate on and off and then you just kind of get caught up in everything like travelling and just doing what you're doing with the kids and you just sort of put it to the background. But, um, yeah, we just realised that's just so important that we have our own space and time, so we're doing a bit of that while we're here in up. And um, lots of meditating happening, lots of meditating and lots of reading, getting back to reading like self-development books and um, meditating even if it's just for 15 minutes, a meditation for 15 minutes at night when everyone's asleep. Um, that makes a huge difference in journal writing. I just find like journaling, like writing everything down and the stresses, the frustrations or because people think, oh, you're in a permanent holiday. What have you got to be worried about? But it's actually life on the road. It's not all the holiday because you've still got to, you know, you've still got to cook for the family. You've still got to, like, so you're spending time with your kids. Like, they're going to school now. There's homework. There's this and that. And you're doing it all in a little box. So it's kind of like your life, everything gets put under a microscope. 
So if you've got any issues going on for yourself, um, sort of emotional issues or anything at all, they're going to get magnified when you right. travel on top of people. So it's kind of been a really good process in self-development for all of us, my husband and myself particularly, to um, just get more clarity and, yeah, it's it's been great personally as well. The travel really so, has done that. So if if anyone listening is trying to maybe – there, this is such a, a daydream lifestyle. Like the thing that you guys yeah. are doing, a lot of people daydream about doing things like this. Yeah. What would you recommend to people that are trying to start this up? Where would they take the first steps into doing something like this? And what kind of advice do you have for them? Yeah, I would say don't overthink it because too many people get caught up in the what ifs. What if this? What if that? I mean, that's just worrying and wasting energy on something that's never happened as well as trust. If you have a desire, a real desire to do this and a motivation to do it, then you need to do it rather than think about, oh, I can't do that or this excuse or that excuse or my parents won't like it or I'll miss my family or whatever. If the burning desire is there, you must do it. And the steps to take to do it are work out what you're comfortable travelling in too because some people, they're happy in a tent, they're happy in a swag. Some people, they need a fifth wheeler, they need a caravan, whatever it is. So work out what your comfort levels are to travel. Um, just get to the shows, the caravan shows, just to start looking, start working out what you, you want to have for your vehicle and um, and even just don't even set yourself a time frame. Just think we're just going to go and do it and if it doesn't work out, just come back. Like it doesn't matter. Like just get out there and explore and see. Might be two weeks, might be four weeks, might be six months, might be two years, four years. Just trust and go. I mean, you don't need bucket loads of money to do it. We, we actually find it's quite cheap to live on the road really, particularly if you do a lot of your own cooking, which makes a big difference because eating out all the time like, can cost a fortune with a, for a family. Right, right. So personally for you guys, where has been your favourite place that you've been so far on the trip? Tasmania. I'd say Tasmania is number one. Have you heard much about Tassie? I have heard a lot of people tell me that it's one of the most gorgeous places they've ever been. Yeah. It's just the the landscape. You just it's so green. The green rolling hills and the clear streams, the animal life is so abundant. Um, it's just amazing. There's no foxes at all down there, so they're not killing off all the rabbits and um wombats wombats are just like strolling along it's just crazy <laughs> like <it> just <laughs> you can't believe it you're in if you love nature you're in heaven in tasmania yeah um then second to that is actually western australia because western australia is so diverse you can be down the bottom at esperance and have the most turquoise water you've ever seen wow and then you can go right up or past perth and you go to the pinnacles and there's just these little mounds of like granite just all through the fields making little like like um, like Christmas tree sort of shapes all through the area in a field of that. And you just, it's just amazing. Like you've got desert to ocean to wilderness, like you've got Karajini National Park with all the waterfalls and sinkholes with that beautiful blue water still. Like you've got everything. So, right. again, we're, just, we're nature freaks though. Like if it's beautiful, <laughs> like if it's about nature, we're there. Um, right. I mean, you can think, get busy cities and that any time really. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited. As you know, uh, me and my friend are going to be heading out on a van trip. But I think, yeah. I think more or less when, when people are trying to explore even, you know, even a couple days, people forget yeah. how much is in their own backyard, no matter yes. where you might be. It, there's right. so much right outside your backyard that people mm-hmm. don't even take advantage of or take realization of. So true. So true. You just got to look, don't you? Often people just get caught doing the same route that they drive every day or that they walk every day and they don't stop and look like until like a tourist comes or something and is like, wow, how beautiful is this? And they'd be like, oh, oh yeah, oh, that is actually and throwing right. their backyard like you say. It's, it's crazy. It's there if you just look and pay attention. And we were saying about the same route. That makes me think of um, – like when I used to drive to work, sometimes I would, when I was back home, I would drive a different direction or take a different road and it would kind of like change everything because I would see things that I hadn't seen before. And I'd be like, oh, that's weird. I don't remember that ever being there. And it would kind of like open up my mind, yeah. like the different that's areas. Cool. And it, it's really weird because if you just switch up one thing, yeah. say just like your commute to work or your walk to wherever, and you just take a different street you'd be surprised and you're like, oh, yeah. I didn't even know all these things were here. Yeah, it takes you out of your pattern. And I find that a lot of stuff with people that are wondering whether they should do what we're doing, they're often in that repetition. It's kind of like a, it's like being in a bubble. It's not till we stepped out of it that we were like, what the hell? What were we doing? Why didn't we do this like years ago? We just didn't open our eyes. We didn't realise that the possibilities are limitless. Like right. any, literally anything's possible. Anything's possible. If you've got the will and the desire, like anything's possible. So we were right. just like, wow, we just should have done it ages ago. But anyway, we are doing it, so we're grateful. And um, we know we'll stop at some point because my daughter is busting for a horse and I thought that would wear off, but it's getting stronger. So um, at some stage we'll settle so they can have the farm they want. They want a farm. That is awesome. That is by really the ocean, cool. By the ocean. Which, which is tricky, but anyway, we'll see. A farm by the ocean. It sounds like those parts of Australia <laughs> that we're talking about, they're just picturesque. Yeah, well, WA's got it. Tasmania's got it. So who knows? That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. And I continue to or look forward to seeing all your stuff on Instagram and all your posts yeah, thanks, about where you guys are exploring next. Yeah, you too. Definitely head over to Instagram at The Traveling Wellness Show to see all the places they've been, all the places they're going, and it's a great, great spot to check them out if you're looking for inspiration for traveling or honestly if you just want some tips while you're on the go. So I definitely recommend you head over and check them out. It is awesome. Also make sure to follow me on Instagram at Freakin' Bobs. You know how to spell it. I do the same thing every week, but definitely follow me on Instagram. It's the platform I'm most active on. I'm always posting up new stuff about podcast episodes and updates. I'll see all of you guys next week.